0: Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach.
1: Welcome to a Friday, October 13th, a scary edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. Ooh, and I'm Zach. Okay, that just sounded creepy, not scary. Yep. <laughs> um, so first up is a little bit of Aquaman news. James Wan posted on Twitter: After 115 days of photography, that's a wrap on Patrick Wilson 1373. Uh, that is Patrick Wilson's t- Twitter handle. If anybody was curious. And thank you for accompanying us on this aquatic adventure. So I don't know if he's wrapped on the whole film or just Patrick Wilson scene. I think it's just Patrick Wilson scenes because he specifically mentions him. Uh, but we are getting close to Aquaman an aquaman film actually rapping.
0: yeah i i i too assume that this is just for patrick wilson because otherwise maybe that's the only person he enjoyed working with so that's why he (laughs) gave him a shout out but it could
1: probably be probably just rapping on him uh yeah but super exciting just more
0: more progress on aquaman
1: yeah he does keep working with patrick wilson in all of his movies pretty much so (laughs) maybe that's it maybe he didn't like anybody else and that's it it's just me and patrick wilson against everybody else on a win. i don't think it's that but um I, I wish she put kind of a picture of yeah. ocean master or black manta or something uh to go with it but everything's been really under wraps and i probably shouldn't complain about that because we're still 14 months away <laughs> from this film
0: yep uh moving on to some tv news edwina finley has been cast to have a recurring role on black lightning according to deadline uh finley will play Tori the beautiful and cunning younger sister to Tobias whale. Tori's charming nature is just a facade as she can be just as deadly as Tobias An exciting threat
1: to the people of Freeland. Well, it sounds exciting and deadly. Um, I'm yeah, I don't, I don't know this actress at all. Um, And I don't recognize the character. I think it's original. I didn't look that up, but I believe it's, it's an original character. So I'm, I'm glad to see that. And it sounds like it's, this is going to take place in Freeland. Is that Mm -hmm. is that what that means? I Um, think so. So I I guess we might have a location finally. I know in comic book wise, Black Lightning usually operates out of the Suicide Slums in Mm -hmm. Metropolis. Um, But I didn't think I didn't anticipate they would go to Metropolis. So if that is the place, that is fine with me.
0: Yeah, and this is the we've had a couple different casting announcements too of just kind of building up this little sort of crime family around Tobias Whale, and I'm really interested to see that dynamic and especially because the show is already kind of focused on a family. The first time we've really seen a superhero family, it'll be kind of cool to see like a big bad with a family. I guess we've seen some of that before, but just
1: specifically Specifically that, that. right.
0: (laughs) Again, the theme of family kind of running through the show is, it's an interesting aspect.
1: Yeah. And also to go along with that, you know, the Salim McKeel, the showrunner talked about how he didn't want to have a villain of the week and they keep, they keep sort of filling out the roster the cast list with character you know characters that all work together. So it's all sort of these aren't just different one off villains they're casting. maybe they will be, we'll only see them once, but they're all connected to Tobias Whale and the One Hundred. So I you know if we get thirteen episodes of Jefferson Pierce versus the Tobias Whale and the One Hundred, I think that would be great. Yeah, definitely. And on to some some comic news to catch up on from NYCC, we got a lot of Doomsday Clock stuff, including the first six pages were released in black and white. Um, Zach, what did you think of those pages?
0: Uh, this just instantaneously kind of put me back in just the amazing mood that I was in when I first read Watchmen. It kind of felt like this feels like a very natural extension of Watchmen so far, just in these six pages we've seen. And it feels like just jumping right back into the same world. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And it's totally, he's Jeff Johns and is being completely respectful. In my opinion, it seems like completely respectful to Watchmen. Uh, If you're going to do a sequel to Watchmen, which was, this is confirmed. It is a sequel to the events that took place in Watchmen. It's not a, you know, anything else other than that. It's not a different version of these Watchmen characters. Um, It is, it is a sequel. So if you're going to do that, I think this is how, um, you know, we don't know how it's going to turn out it could be bad. It could be great. It could be somewhere in between, but I, I really like everything I've seen from the approach to this and, and being respectful to what Watchmen is and what it means to some people while still, uh, making it fit in today's world and in a way that can cross over with, you know, the justice league characters and everyone.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that they are definitely not shying away from using kind of the same, um, artistic techniques that they used in watchmen and so you'll see a lot of like the sort of camera zoom in effect and different sources of narration talking at the same time especially like there's a bunch of tv channels and stuff and the end is near and um but yeah if if you haven't read the original watchmen i would recommend doing that before reading this there well i guess there really aren't that many spoilers but there are some things that you will know about watchmen that you probably want to just find out by reading Watchmen if you read this first.
1: Yeah, and it definitely looks like it's going to, like you said, in terms of style, it looks like it's definitely going to, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a lot of media involved, a lot of nonlinear story-tel- storytelling and uh, very much copying the format along with everything else from Watchmen. Yeah, so this just got me, I was already super excited
0: for this and this, I don't know, I get that tingly feeling, feeling that this is like reading Watchmen again for the first time almost.
1: That's good. Yeah, and we're just over a month away from it now. Comes out the week after Justice League. So, (laughs) yeah. And then
0: wrapping up today, a little announcement about the Vertigo imprint. DC Comics is going to be relaunching that in 2018 as well. It's going to occur in August to coincide with the 25th anniversary. There's no other details or titles announced. They just kind of announced that they're relaunching it, and Mark Doyle, who's the new executive editor of Vertigo, is going to oversee this new relaunch.
1: Yeah, I'm curious what this is going to entail in terms of a relaunch because yeah, you know, I, I think Vertigo has sort of not been a, as big of a hit in the last few years. I know it's got a great history and a lot of books, you know, dating back quite a while. You know, in terms of a bunch of successful books, so I'm I don't know what the relaunch is going to be like, but I'm glad they're putting in the effort to sort of relaunch it and crazy 25 years of Vertigo. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. We're going to be back this weekend talking Cyborg and Justice League, doing a little preview of that. And we're going to have Travis Hines on the show doing a DC TV recap. We're going to do something a little different this year. Instead of the individual show reviews, we're going to do one episode sort of talking about everything that happened this week in DC TV. So we will have those then.
0: Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.